Hello everyone, I'm Joseph Roberson, aka Professor Joe of both King Talk Podcast and the Professor Joe Show. You are currently listening to King Talk, our unapologetic and transparent discussion on any and all issues related to youth sports. If there's something you'd like to hear discussed, feel free to drop us a line, shoot us a DM, and let us know on IG at King Talk Podcast. That's King Talk Podcast, one word on IG. You can also find us at Facebook, uh, on Facebook, excuse me, at King Talk Podcast and on iHeartRadio as well as Spotify. Antonio. Hey, if y'all, heard, if y'all heard the table moving, that was Antonio <laughs> rocking stuff, trying to link up to Facebook Live, the <clears throat> Anchor Podcast, I do, uh, right? I do, uh, I, oh, oh, my bad. Yeah, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. My bad. There's an IG Live too? Yeah. I am so behind on technology. <laughs> I need to step up my game, huh? Little you know, something. I'm technically yeah. becoming antiquated, my brother. A little bit outdated, and I'm working to. St- you, you just mentioned like mm. age is just a number. Age is state of mind. State of mind. Hey, right, first of all, I feel so much better that he said age is just a state of mind. When I said age is just a number, that automatically took me back to R. Kelly. I wanted to scrap the whole thing. <laughs> Ira is tripping. Yeah, we got to leave our Kelly yeah, at that. Yeah, that he got to stay away. He got to stay away. He got to stay away. So uh, anywhere I'm at, he ain't at. You know, I believe <sighs> as simple as that. Mm. Hey, wh- why? What you, what you want to say? What you want to say about that? Hey, man, he, he, he faces some heat right now. Yeah. He yeah. faces some heat right now. So, we, yeah, we're going to leave. We can't even listen to our Kelly hey, no more. And if the allegations are true, he should face some heat, though. He should yeah. face some heat, you know? Hey, I'm at a point in life, too, where, um, especially as a man of color, you know, I want to be supportive of, of my community, right? Yes. I want to be supportive of my community. And at the same time, what I'm not going to do at any point in life is this. Sometimes people act like you're supposed to support yours no matter what they do. Oh, man. See? It, and I, that's not the belief system I subscribe that's, to in life. That's not how it works. And, right. you know, speaking of which, like similar topics like that, it's basically like the whole Colin Kaepernick situation. You know, some of the things that he's done, you know, quote, unquote, the whole waiver issue about him, you know, not signing the right waiver, okay. about him, you know, having that whole tryout situation. You know, it's if you really wanted to get back in the NFL, you would sign that waiver. You think so? Yeah. But at the same time, uh-huh. you looking at that waiver, you know, for me, that waiver not might have all these different things in them, okay. you know, just for a regular guy so like me. So explain in detail. So one matter of fact, I got to make sure everybody knows. It's yeah. Anto- you're listening to Antonio Flowers in case in case you want to uh, send threats or <laughs> not. Just playing. I'm sorry. Hey, he too <laughs> he too big to be threatened, right? Um, hey, look, I can run too. I'm, hey, I'm telling hey, you, I'm, I'm moving. T- hey, you I'm get moving. up out of there. You light on I'm, your toes. I'm telling you, quick. Hey, they called him Twinkle Toes. I'm t- <laughs> hey, that being said. Um, <laughs> so I, I think, based on what you just said, I think I might feel differently. Right. Um, but I, then again, I want to acknowledge I don't know all the details. Mm-hmm, I appreciate exactly. that I heard you about to say something to the effect of yeah. for someone like me. And I think what that was an acknowledgement of is, yeah. you know, that sometimes there's different perspectives based on different situations. But go exactly. ahead and explain where you were going to go with that. So basically, say if I want to get back in the NFL, if I play in the NFL, right? Right. And I, I'm out, you know, whatever the case right. may be, three months or whatever. I want to do whatever it takes. Okay. I'm a silent, whatever. But for someone like Colin Kaepernick, you know, it's someone who has, you know, maybe a, they could probably put different things in there. Like, hey, if you do this or you get hurt, you may get, like, you, you're you're not obligated to sue or take maybe take some of his rights out right, of that right, waiver. Okay. 
that's possibly why he changed the venue or he didn't sign that waiver. But at the same time, you understand that, right? You understand maybe they're taking some of our rights out of the equation, but at the same time, you know, if I really wanted to play, I'll do whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. So at the same okay. time, you okay. know, you okay. could you could okay. kind of see from both sides. That's why, you know, I'm yeah. playing devil's advocate. Okay. I'm in the middle with it also, but it's like, you know, if you really wanted to play, you would sign it. But at the same time, you're like, you know what? I'm a man. I'm a right, human. Right, 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 and, right. I, and I hold myself to a certain standard. Right, you know what I mean? Right. And you just can't sign anything because if you sign that, you know, the NFL may have spun it to a way that made him look bad or right, whatever right. the case may be. You know, the right. NFL, they may have their own agenda at the same and time. I would say not may have their own agenda. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, for sure. And and, any, and that's not necessarily negative. Like any situation I go to into as a human, I have my agenda exactly. for certain things, you know? Even if my agenda is, hey, I just want to contribute. Right. That's still my agenda. Exactly. Hey, if I hold a door open for a person, it's not just to be courteous. It's an yeah. agenda behind it. The agenda exactly. may be that I desire to feel nice about what I'm doing. I desire to make myself appear to be a gentleman. Whatever exactly. it is, there's still some level of agenda to it. Exactly. I think my concern, without knowing all the details, because I really, I didn't research the topic. I didn't look mm-hmm. into it. I'm, you know, I'm probably less familiar than many people, but I think one of the issues with the waiver may have been they say he wouldn't have access to the footage and you know maybe for an average person okay but when you're in a certain position and you've played on that platform Mm -hmm. and you've existed at that level especially based on the tumultuous situation he's been involved with and the potential for um in the future for lawsuits i'd want the footage because what if you use the footage later to try to demonstrate i'm not capable Right. Of playing or performing on that level, and that therefore justified whatever has transpired. So, right. I, in one sense, I do hear you because this this um, elite level opportunity. But in another sense, based on the context of his situation, I, I don't think it totally unreasonable that he saw that to be problematic. You know. Exactly. But then at the same time, I feel like maybe the NFL. This was just really a PR stunt, it's not to say you know. Right. Well, we gave him the chance. Right. But right. then at the end of the day, you give him you know a contract where all this weird lettering. You gotta have your agent look at it. You gotta have a lawyer look look at it, and you know you get this document. And it's like you know there's no way I'm signing this. Right. Right. But at the same time, it could the NFL could have set up to where he knew he, they knew he wasn't gonna sign it to make him look like the bad guy. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So really, it's 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 just it's just tough, man, to even try to understand both points because you don't have the documentation. Right, right, but at the right. same time, it's like from the outside looking in to a to a person who's you know quote unquote trying to get back into the league, you would do anything. Cause like for me or any right. Joe right, Schmo right. free for agent av- for the average person, is going to sign right. that contract. Yeah. Get the flight out, workouts right. in the morning, you're going back home. That's I'll, what I'll say this. Watch this. I'm going to take it and, and try to like even use that as a metaphor for situations for the average person. Mm-hmm. Um, in many situations for the average person, let's say it's an even a problematic situation with your employment. Right. A lot of people sign whatever they got to sign in order to maintain their job status yeah. or whatever because we got to pay yeah. a mortgage, we got to pay a rent, we got to pay a car note, we need the insurance. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Even though there's times when we know that potentially signing this, accepting this responsibility, 
compromises my situation, makes me vulnerable, or is something I shouldn't necessarily agree to. Now, in his situation, I think what's different is despite this maybe overwhelming desire to play on a financial level, I believe, well, again, I don't know his personal financial matters, but mm-hmm. that he is likely set in life where he doesn't have to feel compelled to sign something based on financial need or inability to survive without it. So in that sense, I think, you know, more of us should, you know, again, we're talking about differences and situations, though, even in economic yeah. status, Huge. if at all yeah. possible, um, really put ourselves in a position to advocate for ourselves if in a similar situation. So let me give you an example. Ironically, I was talking with, um, with our producer, mm-hmm. and one of the things she was sharing with me was multiple situations in her lifetime where someone in, attempted um, in, in various, in a secular environment to really impose their will upon her in a way where she understood there was legal recourse. Mm. But they attempted to manipulate her on a psychological level in a way where trying to intimidate and mm. make you feel like, okay, well, you need to sign this and you need to do this if you hope to do or else. Right. Not not realizing they were dealing with a person who had the wherewithal to stand through that trial and tribulation and also the information and knowledge. So, you know, in one mm. sense, I think people should be able to look at the Colin Kaepernick situation and feel a sense of empowerment. But what I wanted to mention is this. Yeah. This is what you just said that I thought was powerful and deep, and I appreciate it. Real life is what you just did and what you said. You sat here in a discussion and processed multiple perspectives. Yeah. And if people had the ability... So watch this. There's somebody who's mad. Somebody listening or watching you talk about he (laughs) flip-flopping. Like, no, but what they don't understand... And it's kind of what I discuss a lot of times with students, the, the, the sign and indication of a truly educated, intelligent person is their willingness to change their mind, their willingness to entertain multiple perspectives. Like, and if we did that as individuals and as a society, alive, the world yeah. would be in a different place and space. Be alive, if we yeah. stop just buying into one perspective and, and go into the grave with that perspective because we have an emotional attachment to it. Mm. Versus, hey, let me sit back and analyze this issue. Let me be willing to um, hear this all sides of the, hey, before I even take a stance on it. Versus just, well, I feel membership to this group. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going to automatically disagree with this person. Because this is what people don't realize. At least this is my my belief system on a, uh, on a spiritual level and on a... I want to say metaphysical level, but don't even know if I'm using the word right. I got to go look it back up, right? But it's like this. <laughs> I, I, real life, though. Real life, right? But, but in terms of um, our existence, I don't think people... We call it karma, but I, I just really believe part of our experience in life is based on the empathy, compassion, or lack thereof that we demonstrate with other people. For sure. So... When you're so hard nosed about a certain position, I find I think this universe has a very ironic way of making you experience that. Yeah. Whether it's potentially in this life or the next lifetime. So like I was thinking one day, even recently, about how, how do people end up homeless? Mm. And sometimes as a homeowner, you know, we have such a concern for our physical space, 
right. our property value, and that's not unreasonable. You'd have to pay so much to keep a home and maintain it. But I was thinking about that, and I, but I was thinking about it from from my thought process in a critical way. Like, dang, what did you do to become homeless? What did you not do to become homeless? Mm-hmm. What were you supposed to do that, right? And, and, cause, and I thought to myself this. I said, I don't understand. But then all of a, a sudden, I thought to myself, well, how about I demonstrate some appreciation and be happy? I don't understand. Right. Which means I'm not in that situation. And how about I be compassionate rather than to presume that everyone or the, even just the vast majority of people are homeless or homeless are homeless based on their own doing, their own indiscretions, their own, you know what Could I'm saying? A lot of things like mental illnesses. Maybe they had a, you know, crazy death in the family. They may feel guilty for something. You know, people, Yeah. people react to different situations differently. You know, people snap. You know, in a good way, in a bad way, or just fall off the map, you know? Or what about this? What about if they say the majority of people live one paycheck paycheck to paycheck? So with myself, I came from a level of, um, you know, uh, impoverishment. Not unreasonable, right, Mm -hmm. when you get global perspective. But a level, a lack of financial resources to where... I prioritized, man. I began to be like, okay, look, I ain't nobody really around here to pick me up should I fall. Right. So therefore, okay, rather than spend this money on this, I better put this away and I better put this away. It's tough. But then I also got, if I can use the word lucky, and I had reasonable roommates. Yeah. So I was always able to have people who were also financially responsible to say, okay, look, we go pay our bills on time. We go do this. We go maintain our residence. Yeah. And stable enough that we made judicious decisions about, okay, you good? Okay, I'm good. I got a partner now. Okay, you think you about to, you got your degree, you about to move away? Mm-hmm. All right, my, my significant other about to move in with me. We're going to maintain this. And then me and my significant other, because a marriage ain't just about love. It's a business arrangement. We made our plans think, about how to move forward. I think you need to say that again. Oh, that a marriage ain't just about love? Oh yes, yeah, it's it's it's, it's really really a business arrangement. It is it's, most definitely because you know to say case in point, she signs a prenup, or you know you you guys divorce, or you she doesn't sign a prenup. Yeah. Who's getting what? And that's yeah. when it's like yeah, yeah. you got to break down those finances. <laughs> hey baby, that's Antonio <laughs> talking. I ain't never leaving you. <laughs> I make sure my wife. No, I, hey look, my wife was it's, showing me some. Uh, some of, of our stock investments last night. And that was mm-hmm. my first reaction to it. I looked at it, I was like, girl, I love you. I, hey, look, 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 I told my wife I should divorce you and remarry, so I feel like I came up on somebody, you know? Man, but, it's... You know, but it, yeah, it's most definitely a partnership, too. It's, it's tough, man. That's why I'm shaking in my boots about marriage now. It's, that's a... That's a strong word. Shout out to my girlfriend, too. Shout out to my girl, Susie. Oh, you better after making that comment. Shout you out better to, clean shout that out, up. Shout out to my girl, Susie, man. She's a, she's a good girl. She's a, She's been holding me down since I've been at Pierce. Yeah. Seven years. Man. Oh, wow. Seven. Wow. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, girl's crazy. Hey, let me ask you, too. So this ain't the topic we was talking about, but as long as we hear. Right, okay. This is a real, this is a, how, um, in terms of your relationship, my brother told me something years ago. He said, uh, after he observed my wife and I together, he was like, oh, you, your wife has that wow factor about you. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, what you mean? He was like, I see the way she look at you. She believe in you. Mm-hmm. She uh, she adores <laughs> you. 
Right. She, you know, I don't want to say literally like hangs on the words that come out my mouth, but yeah. it's like she, you know, she loves you. Y'all really love each other. Y'all have something special. Right. Um, and I adore her. I just think she's such a sweetheart. She's right. so supportive. There's a lot of me that I'm a I'm a human with. Uh, you know, I'm a human. My brother, I got. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I got a laundry list of issues, right? Me too, man. But I, I try to address them in part because I don't want to let her down and dis- disappoint her. When you have someone who believes in you, you want to come through them down. for them. Oh, always. You feel always, me? Always, always. So even with you and your mate, like what are what are some of the characteristics that bind y'all together? She's crazy supportive, man. I see a lot of my mom in her. Oh, know? wow. Okay, that's real life. Crazy supportive, passionate, loving, caring, She's literally the epitome of a of a strong woman. I mean, crazy okay, strong. Okay. She's been through the mud. Okay. You know, she's 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 appreciative. She's grateful, man. She's hey, what's the she's word you person. just used? Babe? Like epitome? She's the epitome of yeah. it? Okay, okay. Yeah. I got lost in your ways, homeboy. Yeah. Your ways <laughs> made me seasick for a moment, so I got lost. Hey, yeah, she's just, but she's a wonderful partner, huh? Wonderful person, man. Like I said, you know, she's she was with me during my darkest times, man. Mm-hmm. She's you know, she's a mm-hmm. uh, Man, when I went out, you know, when I was coming to Hawaii, lost that, she was there. I mean, I was crying. She picked me up. I mean, she, she's been there from the jump. So Yeah, you owe her then. Oh, and, man. Excuse me. When I say that, too, I'm using figuratively in, in one sense, literal in one sense, in the sense of when, Everything. when someone, there's this bad habit that I, we can almost trace back to, to our youth. And then I want to ironically relate that to sports, okay? Okay. I believe in this expression that you should love who loves you. Oh man! You know, and when you know I what? Well, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was just thinking about uh, that saying. I was telling my mom that last night. We had a conversation about um, where as far as I'm going in my career and should I stay at the place that I'm at now? You know, mm-hmm. certain things like that. You know, I'm right now. I'm interning with uh, athletes first. They're a um, Big time sports agency, and um, just trying to like you know find my way mm-hmm. around you know the sports agency. It's a it's tough to get in, man. You know, and um, I just want to find the right agency that loves me or yeah, yeah. You know, just I don't, I want to make sure that feeling is mutual. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, and yeah. that's what I was telling my mom. Just like you know, what? I just I just want to find something that that loves me as much as I love it. And yeah. you know when I go to work every day, when I find a, you know the right niche for myself, it's it's like no stress involved. Everything is just like a, just like riding a bike. Right. You know right, what I mean. Right. And I was just telling her that I was telling her that over the phone, and you know, just keeping my faith intact, man. And you know, just just talking to God, praying, and make sure everything lines up correctly and everything works itself out. You know what I mean. So yeah, no, that's, hey, just, that's just what it's all about. So so as it relates to dating right in all mm-hmm. things in life right so i remember i can go all the way back to my youth and remember times where you see this one person who likes this person and they're totally oblivious to the fact that well that person like you and that person is willing to do anything for you and that person yeah but you're searching for validation from this person who doesn't really have a value for you and exactly it, and so my thought process is even as it relates to what you mentioned your significant other myself and my wife as you know, I'm a love who love me. My wife go hard exactly. for me, right? So I'm a, exactly. So I know when I invest that energy in her, it'll be reciprocated and bless my household. But now, ironically, I want to relate that to you, sports. Mm-hmm. 
because this is what people are missing, my brother. And this is where I really feel for a lot of parents and, and, and young athletes. Yeah. There will be a program where those coaches are invested in the mm-hmm. well-being of your child. Perfect. Now, they're so invested in your child that they put your child out there in the field of competition to compete. Mm-hmm. Because of that, and they're investing in your child, they put they, your child out there, they don't win as much as you would like to win, in part because your child ain't the most competitive kid. But guess what you do? You sit and stare at this program over here that has this name, and the name often has elite attached to it. Everybody wants that elite, right? Yeah. Okay, or this program is just so popular, right, and has this name and, and pedigree of winning. So you want your kid on that program, but not realizing once you move your kid on that program, not play. yeah, they, they're not going to play. The coaches over there, it's a, they run it as you should run a business. Politics. Because it is a business. There's other politics to deal with. So guess what? Your kid is not going to develop as an mm-hmm. athlete. Your kid is not going to develop Mentally. as someone growing into, into life, mm-hmm. right? Because you didn't love who loved you. You didn't love who loved your kid. You didn't love who had a concern for your kid. So you hop from program to program to program offering no stability for your child, also not offering your child a chance to be supported by people who have a concern for their long-term growth and well-being, both as it relates to youth sports and athletics, but also emotional growth, psychological growth. Because let me give an example too. You can have one coach and they both say the same things in terms of actual words to a young person. Mm-hmm. But, and let's say it's harsh. Right. But because the young person knows with this coach that that coach cares about me, that coach has a concern for my well-being. Hey, that coach didn't went off on referees for me. Right. That coach didn't let other coaches and players from other teams know not, they, look, they better show me some, you know, whatever the case, mm-hmm. that coach has checked in with me on my birthdays. That coach has asked me how I'm doing in school. That coach has asked me why I look sad on this day. That coach has taken my calls. But you as a parent or as a student athlete, y'all want to participate on this other team and you failed to understand this concept in life of loving who loves you and reciprocating, you know, the the that energy right right and i've seen that be the demise of many young people my brother yeah i've seen that be the demise of many young people because parents and sometimes the youth themselves but it's for me it's one thing if it's the youth because you're you're young yeah you may we make errors in judgment sometimes our priorities are warped they are wrong our judgment is poor but as a parent you bear a responsibility to try to make a decision based on thoughtful insights um, versus a lack of understanding of, of priority, you know? You know, I think another thing is these these parents try to live through these kids, man. Yeah. Oh, that's most definitely. And that's that's just one thing. And then the second time, at the, at, and second, a lot of these parents are immature. I mean, you could be 35 and still act 17. Oh, uh, yeah. Come you, know, you could be. <laughs> I mean... At the games... Hey, look, at the like, games, like, you see it all come out. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, if you want to send your kid to Arizona State as a walk-on in comparison to, like, Northern Arizona, it's because Arizona State is in the Pac-12, they play USC, da-da-da, but Northern Arizona is D1. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, he's offering you a full ride or whatever the case may be, a starting position, not offer the starting position, but, you know, they, they may play way more compared to, you know, being at Arizona State. I just feel like, you know, these these parents just want, even student athletes too, you know, these student athletes just want to post on Instagram, say, I go to Arizona State, you yeah, know, I got yeah. with all the gear and stuff. They don't want to say I went to Northern Arizona, but at the same time, it's like, okay, you can ride the bench at Arizona State, but you could be a starter in Northern Arizona. People go pro from the FCS level, yeah, yeah. the D2 level. You know, you got to, like you said, you got to love who loves you, and people... Especially now, you know, Instagram. I mean, look at me. I'm on IG Live. People right. people love the attention. They love the clout that comes with that. People just love to be like, hey, I play Arizona State. But it's like, really, do you play at Arizona yeah. State? You know I what I mean? It's, it, it's really more about, it's more about saying right. that I go here and I'm doing sometimes. And I think what you're saying is important. Now, I will say this, though. Either decision could be the right decision. Yeah. It depends on the person. It exactly. depends on the circumstances. Exactly. So I can't look at a person's decision in and of itself and decide without understanding the context, whether it was the right decision or wrong decision. But I hear what you're saying just in terms of, so so let me share something. If a student athlete said, hey, this is my passion, this is my dream, and they understood the potential outcomes that, okay, but you understand mm-hmm. the likelihood is it now. I'm not going to tell you not to chase your dream, and I'm not going to tell you not to go there and fight. Right. And, and compete your best. and then, mm-hmm. But then at the same time, yeah, I would look at certain people and think like, okay, look, this school is offering you a scholarship. And at this school, you'd have to walk on. You should think wisely about it. Yeah. Now, but if you say you got that heart and you want to fight for it, I also respect that. So it just really depends upon the individual. Yeah. But now if you go somewhere with unrealistic expectations when the truth was, was obvious and yeah. represented to you, and then you represent to everyone else how it's everyone else's fault. Then I kind of begin to look at people like, okay, yeah. well, you're not accepting of the reality of the You're not thinking logically. And then say, say case in point, you know, you want to be a walk-on linebacker at Arizona State, and they only have three healthy linebackers. Okay. That's a little different. Okay, you could probably work your way in there somehow as a walk-on. But, you know, when it's like <laughs> you're a walk-on receiver at, like, Alabama, they got eight yeah. – you know, receivers, and they're all five-star prospects in the A, bruh. Yeah. You yeah. might want to consider going to Alabama State who's giving you right. a full ride. You right. know what I mean? Hey, especially when at a school like Alabama, what you have to consider is this, though. Mm-hmm. Most of the people who walk on were still five-star athletes. Somewhere. Yeah. They just didn't yeah. get a scholarship offer to that school. Yeah. But they were five-star athletes. They so just didn't have that offer. So if you want to walk on, but you're not that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you may have to be thoughtful. Or, yeah. hey, go give it your best shot. But if it doesn't work out, don't act like the world was misrepresented to you. And don't yeah. start uh, bringing things into the equation that are not representative of the true situation. Yeah, and don't talk negative because, you know, you talk negative about one university or one agency, one school, whatever, it's going to follow you everywhere. Because people don't want that type of reaction, even if things don't go your way, per se. You know what I mean? So... Hey, since we're, now as we discuss this, let me ask you something else because we somehow, I don't, hey, look, I don't even keep track sometimes of how we end up at a certain <laughs> place in space and dialogue, exactly. but we do, exactly. right? So uh, what I was going to inquire with you because we had uh, mentioned it before is this, at schools, well, I guess it doesn't matter what school you're at. If you're a college athlete, 
should you be getting compensated for your, do you see your image now when we talk about these institutions that make significant money off the athletes and off their athletic programs? Should athletes benefit from that at this point? When you say institutions, what do you mean, like, as far as, like, just D1 uh, or D2? Hey, look, watch this. Well, I mean, I guess money matters. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, when we talk about certain schools, we know that they make enough money to compensate athletes. And we Billions. know the coaches are getting enough For sure. to yeah. live these uh, live a special lifestyle. And I'm not saying they don't deserve it. They do. That, I'm not saying that at all. They do. But I'm saying, but the person's sacrificing their body, most definitely. And... And it should somehow be comparable. So to say that, well, athletes do get compensated by means of their scholarship. In one sense, I do hear that argument and I can respect it. And in another sense, um, if you talk about something reciprocal to the um, potential implications of playing the sport, mm-hmm. then you can do better. Yeah. You can do better. So, hey, so if you can do better, do better. Yeah. Right? Especially when you have athletes who are still living and... Um, you know, with minimal resources available to them, some still hungry. As in, like, if you could do better, do better. Yeah. So should they be receiving financial revenues from the use of... We could go all the way back to the Fab Five. Yeah. So when you watch there, uh, I think it's the ESPN Do- 30 for 30, yeah. right? Um, one of the things they mentioned was, you know, seeing all their stuff in stores, being sold in stores. They was eating hot dogs right, every night. And still being hungry. Yeah. Know? So... You know, I think they should be paid, point blank, period. Because it's like, if you, case in point, if you see your jersey in a college student store and you see it online at the student store, it's like, wow, well, Especially for as much money they probably sell. Yeah, you know, you, you see a jersey, your jersey online for yourself for $100 and you're not getting any of that. I mean, I get it, you're getting a full scholarship. But at the same time, that's you out there making plays. Mm-hmm. That's your God-given talent. You should be paid for that. And with that being said, I would love the NCAA football game to come back. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I really wish that game would come back, man. Speaking of that, they they really should pay these players because look, I get it. The coaches, you know, they're they're going out there, in the school, you know, the the higher ups at the school, the vice pre- the presidents, the the dean, chancellors, the head coaches. But these players are going out there executing these plays. Filling these arenas, these stadiums, balling out, and they don't receive anything. I mean, they do deserve a percentage of that yeah, money because yeah, yeah. it's them out there making the plays. You know what I mean? And put and putting their health at risk. Um, That's a big thing, man. Because you know all these future. all these concussions. You know, I know. Case on point, the tight end from Oklahoma just had to retire because he had what is it five concussions. Who did? The tight end for Oklahoma. He, oh, really? yeah, he had an announcement. He was a, um, a he was a top top one twenty player in the draft. Oh wow! For sure. Now he can't play no more because of the all the concussions he had in his football career. But it's like you know, that's one of the many reasons. I know many people who couldn't play anymore because of that. You know, all those concussions that you endure. You know, he and he later on in his life he may have CTE. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, like, as soon as he said that announcement, I'm just like, he better go. To, Go yeah. see a neurologist. There was someone you know from I mean? UCLA, I think, maybe three or four years ago who did that too. He was a senior linebacker, outstanding linebacker, and I think he retired from the sport yeah. um, because of having a significant amount of concussions. Yeah. I actually found that to be courageous that for people to do that because that must be difficult to for sure. compete at that level for sure. with that uh, ability. And then 
which means you kind of have had some expectations or desire to compete mm-hmm. at the highest level at some right. point and then wake up one day and, and know that, okay, for my well-being, I need to make decisions. Yeah, and it's it's just sad, man, that you, you know, you can't make that decision based on, you know, what you say, say if you don't love the game anymore, right? You can say, you know, I'll stop, but it's not on your terms. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like a doctor telling you, hey, yeah. You will have lifelong implications, regardless if he keeps playing or not. He will right. have lifelong implications as to where he will be basically, I won't say just like messed up for life, yeah, but yeah. he will be affected in some way. Yeah, but you're going to have some additional struggles, some additional yeah, adversities. Sure. And what sure. we know is this, that the CTE had implications beyond just, okay, I have headaches. Yeah. That, that would seem like something minimal when you really consider what the life partners of these people have expressed. Yeah. You feel me? So we yeah. understand that these things have had tragic implications for families, yeah. for partners, for marriage companions, for children, for, sure, this for family sad. systems. So, you know, it is far more severe. And, and people are exposing themselves to those things by playing. How far does this go, though? Now, do you just allow college players? Do you? Because we live in the world of social media. So now you have youth athletes who have tremendous followings on social media. But part of the way I believe laws are structured is you're not supposed to be at a benefit technically from, um, technically from your status or position as an athlete. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I don't know exactly how the law is structured, but would that be a problem? So when you talk about college athletes, does that also extend to high school athletes or youth athletes? If people are financially benefiting from the use of their image or for the fact that they're competing? Well, you know, when I think about it, I look at these high school kids, like, it's a bunch of kids that like Calabasas, Bosco, mm-hmm. Modern Day. They're like 16 years old. They already have, you know, the blue checks on Instagram or Twitter. Yeah. They got like 100,000 followers. And I'm just okay. like, I mean, they, I know a couple of brands who would definitely reach out to them as far as doing some little, you know, social media marketing or, some, or, or like digital marketing. Right. But it's like, I don't see the harm in that. It's like having a job. I mean, if you're legally able to work, what is, the, what is the legal age to work? The, like the minimum uh, age? I think like it, 14, 15? I think, is it 16 unless you got a work permit signed by your parents or something? 16. Like that? If you're at least 16, I don't see the problem. Okay. Because it's like... And I we, we need yeah. to check. I don't want to act yeah, like... Yeah, I, yeah, because I, 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 I don't know either. I'm a labor old, company. Look at I'm, labor law looking for me, right? Yeah, it, I'm, I'm definitely older than 16 now, so I, I forgot what the age was. Mm-hmm. So, say... Like, you know, for example, YouTubers. YouTube, there's YouTubers that are 15, 14 making yeah. money yeah. from, you know, companies doing advertisements, marketing, and things of that sort. So why is it these that these YouTubers can make the money and these people are playing yeah. sports can't? Yeah. I mean, because they could quit sports and then right. they're, they're on YouTube yeah. with that same following. So it's, I don't see what the point is. Now, I mean, what I, don't I see would anything do wrong. express the converse side. Mm-hmm. I will express this, though. As much as we see... Um, participation in youth sports by young people being to their detriment because of parents trying to live vicariously through their children. Yeah. If they could earn money, oh, well, you're going to have something. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't, exactly. Hey, no, you don't get to rest. Train. Yeah. Train, train, right? So, you know, there, there would be some concerns in that way. But at the same time, I do see the arguments being made. And and just like we talked about earlier, I don't have enough information gathered from any perspective mm-hmm. to know where I totally stand on everything. 
because I think for me the answer to to most is it depends right. upon the context of the situation. Hey, earlier you mentioned that um, you're with you mentioned an organization or mm-hmm. agency called Athletes First. Yeah. And what what is what are y'all doing? What is, what is that about? Um, we're the second biggest NFL agency, and uh, we represent players. From Aaron Rodgers, Derwin James, Deshaun Watson. Oh, Athletes uh, First is an actual like agency. Yeah, agency? They, yeah, yeah, they, they're a sports agency. Oh yeah. wow, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. And okay. Um, have over 120 active NFL players. Have about 40, 50 some coaches in the NFL and at the NCAA level. And we have college basketball coaches. We have broadcasters. The whole shebang, man. Okay, wow. Yeah. Oh, is that a nice gig? You like doing that? Or it's like... great, man. That's where that's where I want to be in that field. Or if I if I if I could, I'll definitely be with them long term if I could. And just trying to take this opportunity, man, and you know, learn and grow as much as possible, and just blessed to be in this situation, man. Because you know, I I was blessed to be chosen, man. You know, I was one of two chosen out of two thousand plus people, and just blessed to be able to get in there, man, and. The craziest thing about it is, you know, when I when I post it, you know, like when you're on LinkedIn and you put your, you know, your little experience or whatever, like people just reach out to you like, how'd you get in there? Can you help me? What kind of okay. things I could do to get in there? I'm just like, dude, I don't even know. Yeah. I, I really can't help you. Like, it's like, you know, I'm just an intern in the, in, in the capacity. So it's like, it's it's crazy competitive, man. Just extremely blessed to be in there and. Just taking taking part of the whole situation. It's okay to ask you like, what are some of the activities you engage in, or something? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. So another th- one thing that I do is, um, say, case in point, my boss, he's a he's an agent, and um, he'll be like, hey, can you give me an info sheet on a prospective client that I'm meeting with later on in the week? Say if he's meeting with, I don't want to, I can't think I can say that name. Say he's meeting with a top prospect, I, I can't say a name, right, but. Right. I have to look up information on that player, like every single thing on that player, from family to Twitter. What's he like? On what does he like? What does he dislike? And I'm just like, she's like a full, probably two page summary on the guy. Oh wow, wow. Or say if my so case in point, my boss, he he has coach D1 coaches or and NFL coaches, and then he has NFL players. Right. So say if one of his clients, which is a D1 coach, gets fired. I would have to make the staffing plan for his prospective staff. Say if he wants to be the head coach at like Penn State or something, he's he's also a client of athletes first anyway. But um, I would have to make a uh, his 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 uh staff like from the OC to the DC D line coach linebacker coach. I'd have to make a page like resume for each position, and say if that they don't like. The first, uh, all the position staff, it would be a second choice, a third choice. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Oh, it's like a, coaches uh, usually come pick their own staff anyway. Exactly. So, so case in point, if the AD doesn't like this one offensive coordinator, he'll have a second choice and a third choice. So, really, it's like a 50, it could be up to like a 55-page resume wow. Wow. to hand to the AD. That's one of the projects that I worked on. It was it was fun. Oh, you know I mean? oh, I got yeah. you. Because, and the coach participated in directing. Yeah. Like this is who I would like exactly them to go get. And then oh. I would I would look up all the coaching experience that person has with the picture, uh-huh. date of birth, wife, kids, the whole shebang. Like wow. like a resume for each 
Wow. Single person that he wants. Wow. Yeah. Hey, just for young people to yeah. know, too. That's deep, my brother. That's yeah, it's deep. cool, man. I like it. So there's a young person listening right now mm-hmm. who uses social media. They're out here living life. Me already. Hey, man, first of all, real quick, if I ever had to live with social media as a kid, oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's pretty bad. If there were camera phones bad. when I was younger and my <laughs> indiscretions were caught on camera, do you understand... Uh, thank you, universe. I'm appreciative those things were in the present. Bad. For a young person listening now, what are some of the things that you would go looking for so that a young person can know, like, hey, this is how real it is. This is how... So real quick, watch this. I tell my athletes, for instance, this. Mm-hmm. I say, look, man, how you act when you're sitting on the bench, the way you get at other players on your team, whether it's being supportive and encouraging or demonstrative, mm-hmm. if there's a coach sitting in the stands... Hey, the way you warm up, I watch the way you warm up. You lazy Everything. about it, right? So I'm saying in that same tone, what are the things you, you look at or that I research so athletes can know, like, okay, I need to be thoughtful about what I'm out here doing? Man, listen, it's, it's tough, man. And you'll, <clears throat> is it, I say it's tough because you never know who people know. You know what I mean? And especially in football and sports period. You know what I mean? Like, say case in point, you know, I'm I'm working with athletes first, right? And they give me a, they give me like a recruiting list. I'm like, hey, I know that guy. And I could be like, not a good guy. I know that guy because, you know, he could go to, East Carolina, you know, I'm from North Carolina. I know that guy. I actually played with him, just randomly thinking, right? And just like that, boom. Or I could go to his, you know, Twitter account. He could say something racist. I'm like, yeah, I don't think you want this guy. You know what I mean? He's He says yeah. something weird from yeah. 2010. Yeah. I don't think that's a good look for the brand. You know? So it's... Oh, wow, that's it. I mean, you know, it's it's a it's an you know, it's athletes first family. That's their you know, that's their IG name and it's really like a family type environment, especially when I work there, they work on me with open arms, man, and I'm still in there nervous, man, because it's like you know, they these guys are doing multi million dollar deals and I'm yeah. talking to the people who are doing these deals and it's like, you know, you I'm nervous. Like, you know, it's like when you, you never Think about how important some things are. Like this opportunity, you know, is, is huge for me. But at the same time, you don't know where it's going to go or how these people may react to you mm-hmm. in an industry you want to desperately be in. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you want to be in an industry so bad. You want to, you know, you don't want to do too much. You don't want to overstep that those boundaries, or you don't want to do too little, step on anybody's toes. Because you know, as an intern, you know, you maybe you know, inclined to do the little things only. Don't overstep, you know what I mean? By the same time, you want to show initiative. So it's a, th- it's a, it's, it's a thin line between overstepping and showing initiative. So it's yeah. it's tough, but at the same time, it's like, you know, these interns or assistants, you're, you're looking at every single thing that you can tell your boss to help them right. sign the client. Right. Or, or know that it's not a good prospect. Or it's not a good prospect. Hey, you is, know what I mean? Is so. there any way that the behavior of parents impact what opportunities oh, are yeah. for their child? Oh, yeah. Case in point. Say if um, a lot of these, what I've noticed being with 
A1 in this span of time is that these top clients, their parents will handle their agent searching process. And, you know, some of these some of these parents, they may be a little too much, too extra. They'll right. be like, hey, you know, they may ask for too much or do too much just to be like, you know, my son is this and that and we expect this and this. But at the same time, it's like, you get that rep, nobody wants to deal with you. Nah. I mean, real quick, I mean, people want that, you know, that 3% or whatever they're going to charge on that first contract. But it's like, you know what, if you're going to be more of a headache, then somebody else can deal with you. Mm. And if that person doesn't want to deal with you, then the next person will, and the next person, and the next person. And you just go down the line, and all of a sudden, you don't have an agent, mm. which could be a good thing. Right. You know, keep all your money. That's okay. fine. Keep your little 3%. But at the same time, you're going to want some marketing deals. To make that money stretch. Right. You can live off your marketing deals and then keep your dog on uh, player contract yeah. money. You know what I mean? So it's it's really, it's it's tough, man, because I, I hear things all the time. It's like, wow, that's unfortunate that, right. you know, these parents or these big-time clients just want to act all high and mighty because, you know, their son is, uh, you know, a pretty good yeah. NFL prospect. Right. You know what I mean? But it's not that serious. Hey, it's, it's, good, it's good to still be personable. Exactly, yeah. man. Exactly, because these agents who've been in the game for 20-plus years, they may freaking know the CEO at Nike, get you right. a Nike deal. You can live off that deal right. and not right. even touch your NFL money. You know what I mean? For use that, use that to start business or investments. Exactly. Give you passive money. Generational of, wealth. Right, right. I can create generational wealth. And instead of blowing your money and being broke several years out to leave. Exactly. You know, case in point, Jason Tatum, his he told his agent the first day, hey, I want to do as much off the field stuff as I can. He hasn't touched his NBA money yet. Wow. Period. Wow. I'm just like, hey, that's how you're supposed to do it, man. You know he seemed I mean? like he got a good energy. I walk. Uh, yeah, 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 all I did was walk past yeah. him and say hello. <laughs> but just you, you just yeah. sense humility in people's face when you speak to them versus the arrogance of like, I don't need to speak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's you know what. Things like that go a long way because you don't know who's walking past you. You don't know who yeah, people are. Real life, real life. You could you could walk past a guy. He'll say, "Hey, to you, hey, how you doing, man?" And just because you don't recognize him doesn't mean he's not somebody. Yeah. This guy could be a CEO of freaking yeah. Geico Insurance. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and you don't know who he is, but he's trying to get you a deal, man. And he's trying yeah. to pay you. A million dollars a year to be the spokesperson for Geico, and you just blew him off. Hey, watch Come this, on, now, now the deal's done. Hey. It's done. It could be the janitor who could have opened up the building and let you out the exactly. code you left your key. Exactly. You know, and it then could, his... be the, could be the lady in the lunch line to give me an extra muffin. Off. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> It could, like, the freaking janitor, his cousin could work for ESPN yeah, or something. Yeah, you know every, what I mean? Everyone knows someone. Everybody knows somebody, no matter who yeah. it is. Hey, and even if that's not the motive with why we treat people well, at the end of the day, again, I'm still a strong believer in the energy of the universe. You always get it back. You, you know, so if you, you always treat get people it back. with kindness in some form or fashion, the universe will return it. I think there used to be an expression for every action is an equal and opposite reaction. reaction, you know? So I would just say it is that. Hey, um, we coming to our conclusion, Mr. Flowers. Is there any... Uh, Parting thoughts you'd want to leave with anyone? I mean, we covered quite a few things. I mean, I think one of the things I'd want athletes to walk away with is like, oh, shoot. Like, okay, so my man is letting us know to be thoughtful what we post, what we do, what we say, how we act at all times. Because once you choose to participate in uh, athletics, you are putting yourself on a stage, so to speak, to be observed. But 
Other than that, anything you want to leave him with? Um, I just want to say that, you know, just because if, if football doesn't work out. Or any sport for that matter. Or you know, for any sport for that matter, of course, there's other things to do. Not just, you know, as far as coaching. You know, think about the business side of sports. You know what I mean? It's, I think it's wide open right now. I think so many people that I know, per se, you know, this, as soon as a, as a sport doesn't work out, they go straight to coaching. But it's so much more. Yeah, it's yeah, so much yeah. more like football, basketball, golf, tennis, baseball, whatever it is. It's so much variety, like variety in it. Say, case in point, you could work out in Asia doing operations, client services, marketing. You may get twenty percent of a million dollar deal off of one deal, and it's just like that's a lot of money yeah. from one deal. And you're still in the sports field doing what you love. You can right. also, you know, if you still want to, still missing the, still missing the game or whatever. You know, you I know a bunch of guys who do marketing, but at the same time they get a bunch of perks as far as going to football games and just doing deals and creating relationships. Man, it's, I mean, it's a great, great atmosphere to be around. So it's just. Just you know, use Google, man. You know, just you you use your uh, use your resources because there's so much more things out there you can be doing, and I don't think people realize that. There you go, people. You heard it here first. If you didn't, just pretend you did. All right. <laughs> hey, there you have it, Antonio. We appreciate you joining us again today. Thank you. I appreciate hey, it. Hey, that's man. a wrap, people. You just witnessed two kings talking. Thank you for tuning in to King Talk.